Should you transition? This is a big question. This is a life-changing decision. So you better get it right, because if you mess this up, you could ruin everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, <laughs> of course not. That's way too much pressure, and you should not talk to yourself like that. Instead, try one of these three simple tips. They're easy to implement and will make your decision-making process a whole lot easier. Tip number one, stop solving and start exploring. So when it comes to making big decisions, it's important to realize that life is not a math problem. And if you keep trying to figure it out by asking questions like, should I or shouldn't I, you're gonna burn yourself out because you're asking questions that can't definitively be answered. There are simply too many unknown variables and you can't control the future, which means that there's no way of verifying if this decision is right for you. Yes, of course, weigh the pros and cons, do the research, consider all the variables, but realize that making the decision to transition is like trying to solve an impossible question. The longer you stare at the problem, the more overwhelming it becomes, and the harder you try to think about it, the more your brain hurts. <laughs> Trust me, I know, <laughs> I've been there. So when you get tired of thinking, just put the problem down. It's not gonna go anywhere. And instead, let's try on a new perspective. And that perspective is stop solving and start exploring. So exploring implies that you are on an adventure and you don't know where it's leading you, but you're along for the ride. <laughs> This means that you are letting go of your personal agenda just enough so that life can surprise you with the unexpected. Because you aren't trying to go somewhere um, very particular or specific. And instead, you are focused on making the most of what's right in front of you. So this perspective is night and day different from trying to solve the problem of should I transition or shouldn't I transition? Because now, instead of being overly analytical and mind-based, you are being spontaneous. Now, instead of trying to mitigate future risk, you are open to the adventure. Instead of fearing the unknown, you are curious about what life has in store. And if you make the decision to be an explorer instead of a solver, all of a sudden, you realize that the True adventure is walking the path that life has placed in front of you, regardless of where it leads. This way, the adventure of you can unfold right in front of your eyes. And all you have to do is keep putting one foot in front of the other, which happens to be tip number two, one step at a time. So if you wanna cross a bridge, you have to take each and every step along the way. This means that in order to get to that place where the transition is or is not happening, all you have to do is keep walking. And when you get distracted by daydreams about what it would feel like to reach the other side, just remind yourself that the only way to get there is by taking the step that is right in front of you. I know it seems like a lot of life is about making these big, huge decisions, but that's not really how it goes. 
Life is actually a series of micro decisions or seemingly insignificant moments that end up determining the trajectory of your entire life. So instead of ruminating and getting overwhelmed by this big life-changing decision that is somewhere in the future, make today's life-changing decision. This means instead of discovering who you are in the future, discover who you are today in this moment. And don't let the idea of who you are becoming keep you from who you are right now. Even if you don't like who you are right now, that's all the more reason to be present with the step that is right in front of you. Because in reality, your exploration is happening right here, right now, which means that your transition is already in progress. Whether that's a literal or metaphorical transition, the bottom line is that you are exploring what it means to be you, which is a transition into a more authentic way of being. And you'd be surprised at how much can change over time just by making micro adjustments every single day. Because when you shift your emphasis from making huge decisions that are in the future to making small decisions that are right now, you change your life day after day, which teaches you and reinforces over and over that you can make the right choice. You can do hard things. You can make life-changing decisions. And it starts today. It starts by making your bed or forgiving your friend or being vulnerable or standing up for yourself or wearing those pink socks. <laughs> Whatever it happens to be for you. So my suggestion is to ask yourself, what is the life-changing decision that I can make today? And before you know it, after you've gotten in the habit of taking one step after the other, the decision to transition or not will be that next step and you will know what to do. Okay, tip number three, relax. <laughs> Let the answer come to you. You've asked the question, you did the research, you weighed the pros and cons, what else can you do? <laughs> Nothing, your job is done. The question is out there. Your submission has been received and now it's time to take a step back and allow for life to guide you to the answer. So this is a subtle yet incredibly important part of the question answer dynamic. So what happens in most cases is someone has a question and then they assume that their job is to fix it or solve it or find it. And the bigger the question, then the more important their job is and the harder that they need to work in order to reach that answer or that conclusion. But what these people don't realize is the harder they look and try and think, the farther away from the answer they get. So a great example of how this works is the creative process. Now, I cannot tell you how many times I have gotten in the way of my own creativity. It's like I get this idea in my head that I need to do all the work. And then I get totally involved and I'm thinking and I'm trying and I'm making things as difficult as possible. And now it's becoming really important and it's really stressful and my blood pressure is rising and, and my mind is like trying its absolute hardest. And then I remember, oops, I'm getting in my own way again. 
So I take a step back, I relax, and I just allow for the process to happen naturally, organically. And then all of a sudden, answers, ideas, creative solutions just start flowing through me. And in these moments, all I can do is laugh at myself for thinking that everything is up to me and that I have to be in control and I have to figure it all out. When in reality, that is so far from the truth. <laughs> I'm sure you can relate because this is such a human thing to do. We search without realizing that our searching is keeping us from the very thing that we are trying to find. I know it sounds backwards, but that's how life works. <laughs> Just think about how many times you have found what you are looking for only after you stopped looking. Or maybe you just got distracted for just a brief moment and then this gap opens up and an answer was able to squeeze itself into your consciousness. And so this dynamic is why so many people get inspiration in, in the shower or when they're half asleep or in these moments when they're just not um, fixated on the problem. It's because when they are open and relaxed, now inspiration can present itself. So when it comes to asking questions, big or small, remember that the answers come to you, not the other way around. You don't ever have to discover the answer. Instead, the answer reveals itself, or it drops out of the sky, or it enters your heart, or however you want to phrase it. The bottom line is that it's not your job to figure it out. It's your job to prepare yourself to receive the answer. So that means doing the research, weighing the pros and cons, and then getting on with life. And instead of searching and running after something, just go deeper into what's right in front of you. Go deeper into the question. And instead of treating it as a problem, connect with it. Feed it with love and trust. You can practice introspection and cultivate an environment of receptivity. This is a much more productive use of your energy. And if you do this, you'll become so intimate with the question and so connected to your personal path that an answer will inevitably land in your lap. And it will show up in the form of a coincidence or a stranger or an insight or an intuitive knowing. And when that happens, you will know that it's an answer you can trust because you've developed this relationship with life and you've connected to the question so deeply that it's almost like you can re immediately recognize the answer when it fills that space that the answer that the question has created. Um, and you'll also recognize how, oh, this answer, it came to me. It searched me out, it knocked on my door and it presented itself to me. <laughs> and so, if you're able to make these small changes to your inquiry about transitioning, then you will know what to do in the exact moment that it needs to be done. And if you are curious to learn more about how life works, about how life expresses itself, and how you can use gender as a vehicle for exploring the deeper, more expansive opportunities that life has to offer, then you should join my workshop Remapping Gender. It's a nature-based perspective about gender which will help you navigate your transition from a more natural and empowered orientation. It's totally free. I'll put a link in the description. And all right, that's it. That's all I've got in this one. 
Goodbye for now. Let's talk soon. Okay, bye.